This is a HeadGum Podcast. Oh, great. What's love got to do? Got to do with it. <laughs> What's love got to do with it? That was great. You were so confident. I, that was great. You guys. <laughs> I do know it's what a uh, second hand, second hand emotion. Yeah, I mean, I, I you, you left me though. <laughs> I bought it. And, yeah. and, uh, you know, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Well, let's do one more. Right, we gotta start again. Okay, okay. We have to do it again. Right, I can't right, remember right. the music to it though. I, I really want to give you that '80s beat. Yeah, I was trying <laughs> to. Yeah, we gotta get that part. What about? What about? That's how it Oh, you guys are ruining this. <laughs> no, no one Oh, you remember that part of it? You skipping the whole other part of the song? We started at the top. I'm trying to the beginning. What love got to do? Got to do with it. What's love but a second hand emotion? What's love got to do? Got to do with it. Who needs a heart when a heart can be Yo, oh, that was great. That was a good. That was great. I like that. That was great. Producer Nick, morning, guys. let's start the show. <laughs> you know Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan. What more can I say? You know what Yo, that was um. <laughs> It was like a series of I don't know I got I got a little teary eyed just when when you guys went into the high notes. Oh really? <laughs> Seriously, like Thank your you. falsetto. Honestly, was... ever since I was a little church boy, I've been singing. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you got to sing in that choir, man, until yeah. your voice cracks and then people don't. Were like, you were you like anime in the movie? Like were you? Nah, I, I wish. <laughs> well, well welcome, to, welcome to Black Man Can't <laughs> Jump in Hollywood. By the way, welcome Hollywood City, y'all. Uh, Jonathan Braylock here. Gerard Milligan. James the Third. You uh, got no gunshots in nothing? No, not today. No need, no need for no gunshots. Are you embarrassed because we have a guest you don't want to I, do I don't know that I've done gunshots for the last, how many movies? I mean, uh, uh, somebody was going, uh, blah, uh, in Medea's. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, that, that was just, yeah. okay. That was just, okay. Yeah. See, I mean, yeah, I'm you sorry. did it in the last episode. <laughs> I, didn't think, I didn't think I did it. I thought you were going to do like something Tina Turner. Like, I was trying to think that's what the pause was. Wow, James. Wow. I didn't have something ready. Wow. We have a special guest with us today. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait. You get a special oh, answer. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, this is drums. what he does. You get the drums. You get the drums. Okay, here we go. <laughs> wow. Uh, Romney Malcolm. <laughs> yeah. Wow. See, that, but that was I mean, great. Honestly. That, that did intro, you like his drums? You got to admit, the drums, that's a good intro. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I mean, but I, I missed them. <laughs> I totally missed the you drums. Know you, I just did. I, that was a, yeah, I, I that took a moment. The, I closed my eyes. I you know why drums. he missed the drums? Because it didn't sound like drums, right? <laughs> well, first off, that's, those are drums. Producing it. They sound like drums? Okay. No. Okay. He says no every time you ask bring Nick into this. I'm sorry. I don't even know. Does it sound like drums? Daniel, does it sound like drums? Oh, we ain't got oh, no wow. drums. No one's loving she my drums. She said no. <laughs> no she said, I'm not here. You don't see me. Listen, my drums rock, y'all. Okay? Um... Uh, yeah, I thank you so much for being here, Romney. Yeah, uh, an illustrious film career as well as television career. 
Thank you for having me. <laughs> no, really, I'm impressed, man. You guys, uh, you take your time to go and watch the movies that you talk about. Yeah. yeah. You yeah, set up like these really fancy, luxurious <laughs> suites and hotels. Oh, yeah. Oh, we just right yeah. got my shoes off. Yeah, I'm comfortable. We <laughs> you know? Uh, <laughs> So so anyway, I'm flattered. I'm flattered to be here. Thank you. Yes, uh, a, a new film coming out, almost Christmas. Almost, almost Christmas. Christmas. Yes, yes. I'm proud of that film for for so many reasons. What a cast. Yeah. Yes. Oh it, my god. Stellar cast. It is a stellar cast, and you know, I don't know, I don't know, but seeing Monique and Danny Glover work together, yeah, was special. It was like it, it was as good as any, you know, any like project that I've been involved right. in as far yeah. as the quality of acting, believability, the commitment to it, you yeah. know. I mean, that's Mr. Y'all had Mr. in this, that movie, man. <laughs> like, Mr. Because Danny Glover, Mr. Listen, I, every time I see Danny Glover, I'm like, I don't mess with Mr. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Oh, was serious. Because you unleash that Yo, ass with Mr. <laughs> I, I don't play with me. Even yeah. when I'm watching uh, <laughs> Lethal Weapon, I'm like, Mr.? Mr. Got jokes. Oh my god. Mr. Got jokes. Amazing. And uh, I know you also have a GoFundMe project that yeah. you're Yeah. We were just uh uh it was is it, is it the prison is Pr- it the prison, prison logic prison logic. Yeah, it's the prisonlogic.com. Yeah. I've been reading um the new Jim Crow. Yes. So oh, I am man. like all into this right now. Yes. Oh my god. And and the thirteenth came out, we've talked yeah, about we talked it. About that. So uh it, that's this is amazing, and I definitely want people to go check that out. Thank you. Yeah, and not um, to plug like another uh, another show, but like you were on uh, Breakfast Club, and you know we we talk about um, Black Lives. No, it was great. Okay. It was great, but it was just <laughs> but it was just talking about like the issues that like um, the interview was talking about issues that like African Americans were facing at the moment, and just like the state of America today, yeah. mm-hmm. and you know. I know we're not super political, but like we have this election yes, coming up, are. and like people, I guess we are. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I, tried to, I tried to gently ease into no. that. Yeah, yeah. we're 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 I tried to gently ease into that, but I just thought about that, especially because like we're, the election's coming up, and I do know some African Americans who are like, you know what, I'm not voting. Like yeah. just straight up, mm. like just I went to DC this past weekend, and I had people who are like, no, nah, I don't like anybody. I'm not voting. Yeah, my vote doesn't matter. And, like, thinking back to that interview and just talking about how, like, you know, black people can control their lives and, like, how these things do matter. It's just, like, we get into all that wonderful stuff as we talk about Right. Well, you know, I think, see, the the thing is, is that most of us are reducing uh, voting to choosing someone for president. Right. Exactly. Yes. And there's... There's so many. uh, It's it. You know what? To me, it's synonymous with American culture. Yeah. We just kind of take the most pop popular Population. aspect of it and reduce everything to everything to that mm-hmm. when there are all these nuances that need to be addressed in, in order to truthfully take control of anything, whether mm-hmm. it's just taking control of your own emotions, mm-hmm. your own physical, personal, psychological state. And so that's where I think, you know, uh, voting is important, is being able to have a say in where funds where funds go for, right. for, for, for education, mm-hmm. um, the, the situation going on, on in South Dakota right now, right. you know. Pipeline. But see, the yeah. thing is, is like, I don't know, what's the name? Joseph de Mastruy, he had this saying, he'd be like, a nation gets the government it deserves. Mm, and, yeah. we, you know, and guess what? The real problem with government is, is that we consistently have these people of both parties mm-hmm. who are always selling out the people. Exactly. Right. Yeah. And now we're backed into a corner where guess what? It doesn't matter who you vote for because they're, they're going to be pro-establishment anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we got what we deserve. We got what yeah. we deserve. It's true. I talk about it all the yeah, time. Like, like People are like your comp controller. Like those are things that when you yeah. look at the other names on a ballot. It's like, oh, do you even know who these people yeah. are? Exactly. Do you oh. know what Proposition 55 is? Yeah, so it's like all yeah. these Ooh. different lists of names. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Woo! 
Man, it's heating up in here. How guys, you doing this transition? How guys, you doing this transition? Uh, well, what I want to know is what's love got to do? Good job. Good job. He's good. He's good. Those nuances of a reflection of self-love. That's a, you know, that's right. very yeah. true. Yeah. You know what? You guys did that. I didn't think you guys were no, going to yeah. pull off that smooth just, transition. Like, ask like a question, though, really. I mean, no, like the transition it was a question. Rossi did all that real work. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It was a nice toss. I thought that was it was slick. It was like an alley oop. It was an alley oop. It was an alley oop. So yeah, we are reviewing the film today. What's love got to do with it? With uh, the goat, Angela Bassett. Ooh, Angela Bassett. The goat man. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. You know what? So. You just made me go. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You go just ahead. made me realize another. I, I was stuck between oh. movies. I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I love City of God. Mm-hmm. Um, I love uh, What's Love Got to Do With It I love 48 Hours mm. With Nick Nolte And, 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 and Ed, with Ed, Eddie Murphy And then you just Reminded me of Goat do, Does anyone see a movie With uh, Don Cheadle And I believe It was called Goat And it was directed by uh, The guy that was You know Soul Glow mm-hmm. in, in, Ed, in, in Eddie Murphy's um, Coming to America He's the director Soul Glow he, he, uh, the, the Soul Glow dude Soul Is the Glow director dude. It was his directorial debut oh, And wow. let me tell you something That movie is so touching was this really talented dude from the hood who could play who had incredible basketball skills mm-hmm. but he had a drug habit we gotta check that out I feel like that movie was so dope oh, Don Cheadle been out here kicking yeah, yeah, since bro, the golden bro. lord days bro. <laughs> that's how Don Cheadle kind of became my dude yeah. and then oh and then of course Don Cheadle in the beginning of Central Intelligence mm. might have oh. just did anybody see Don Cheadle in that part wait, of the movie? Wait, you mean the, the, the Kevin Hart movie? Kevin the Kevin Hart, Hart movie, yeah. Don Cheadle in the, in, the be- in, the begin- in the beginning of it, it's this whole, like, James Bond kind of parody. Right, right. Him, uh, 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 Halle Berry, and Don Cheadle, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> has just become my favorite asshole of all time. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm just what? bringing it no, up. No, no, no. Yeah. Why not? I mean, this is my thing. Like, I'm not going to lie to y'all. As we do this episode, all I'm going to do every five minutes is say, how has Angela Bassett not won an Oscar? I'm going to bring yeah. it up throughout oh, this movie. I have a whole theory. That's why oh, I'm right. Right. Here we go. Oh, Here we go. Okay. Let's go. 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 Let's yeah, let's get into no, it. Let's please, get into it. Please tell me. Please. So we got Angela Bassett. We got Lawrence Fishburne. No, his name is Morpheus, bro. His name is okay. Oh, got it. His name is Morpheus. This movie like, like, no. I feel seven oh. years before. Hey, man, hey, 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 listen, hey, listen, hey, listen, hey, listen, hey, listen, hey, I'm not reducing his whole career to Morpheus. First off, my man gave you options, which everyone loves in life—a red pill or a blue pill. I'm taking neither. Mm. But All my right. man Morpheus knew what's going on. Anything, I look at him and I see and I go, Ike Turner. Oh. Like, at, like, so you, see, well so you look at him and you see a woman beat him? Is that what you're saying? No, oh, now you're do you know how good he plays his part? Okay, you, you, all right. You're reducing him. You're reducing I'm, him to a woman beater. I listen, mean, all I'm look. saying is this. Morpheus was the man, okay? The all Morpheus right. fought in slow motion to... and slid up a, he slid up a jeep with a sword, okay? Uh, yes, that was cool. Does anyone remember the sword? Yeah, the sword. Right. The Matrix we all remember it. Yeah, okay. We all remember it. You know what? I don't like what's happening This movie came out in 1993. I'm trying to get through some basic facts here. Uh, no. For the people who may not have oh, seen God. it and you haven't seen it, you need to watch it. Man, this movie was on television all the time, I feel like. It was, especially uh, on v- with, uh, VH1 back VH1, in the day. VH1, uh, back in the day, like today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, no, yeah. Right, yeah um, right. And uh, yeah, it was nominated for two, I think just two, the Lawrence Fishburne and Angela Bassett were both, both nominated. Both of them got nominated for Oscar. Mm-hmm. God. Um, it made like some like 30 something million dollars. It, on a know, $15 million budget? Yeah, it did pretty good. But, but what's your philosophy on Angela Bassett? Because I, yeah, this, like, she deserves something. I think man. this was yeah. her. I think we can say that this was her. Like, 
I hate saying breakout role because like people have been working and how you know what but I it mean. Was like, the one that America she's been, took she was working, yeah. but yeah, I think it was the one that like made her yeah. known in like the mainstream. Well, let's just say it, white America, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, she was in. Uh, what was it? She was had a big part in uh, Malcolm X, though. Yeah, I mean, she, she played did. Malcolm's wife. Yeah, and or her. Well, his like, right, third but, but, wife. But, third wife, yeah. Yeah, but like you know, it's just messed up to say this, but a lot, so many times when you have like really, uh, uh, like extremely prominent established male characters, like the female characters, just kind of like the, the yes, dear, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah, so yeah. that so yeah. that you know that she's in support of him, but they never really get to to, to really right. in, get like the into the meat of the yes. the role, and so um, yeah, this was a situation where there was like an incredibly domineering male figure, right. yet she was truthfully the star of the movie, yeah. absolutely, you know, um, yeah. And uh, my theory to you on this is, and this is just just keeping it 100, is that I honestly don't believe that at the time uh, America was accustomed to seeing women of color um, engage those nuances mm. of their emotions and the complexities of life. It, you know, it, 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 you know, I would even go yeah. as far as saying in entertainment as a whole, things tend to be pretty black and white. And she's a gifted actress who actually knows how to play. Uh, Play all the stuff that's in between. We're talking the same point. thing as the, the same thing as the ballad. The, the ballad. Mm-hmm. You know, she's she does know what these different propositions are. She does want to know why Proposition Thirty Seven is no longer pro- present. You know, why right. is it no longer an issue? She's that person with her emotions. Like mm-hmm. she really knows how to play herself like an instrument. And I just don't believe that pe- you know people of color, at least at that time, uh, were depicted as complex. And I don't think that people were comfortable with it. And I really believe that when you get that real, I, I just truthfully feel like a lot of America isn't ready for it. A lot of people engage, which is why I was kind of here to defend Medea a little mm-hmm, bit, because mm-hmm. a lot of people do engage entertainment for escapism. And right. Angela Bassett makes it so real. Yeah. You know what? And You're I, right. I'm going home. True. And yeah, no, no, and it feels like, and I feel like we, we, you know, they weren't ready then, but I feel like what we still talk about is that they still, to some degree, aren't ready now, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, Viola yeah. Davis but, but, don't but, have but, an but da- I, right. That's why I Viola didn't say Davis. that, because of Viola Davis. Um, what's this other, uh, 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 when it comes to the Oscars, and not and, and John, you bring this up, but like right. we should we should not hold the Oscars to like the end all be all. But the thing is, it is in entertainment, like considered the golden standard. You had but, but, one but black woman for a certain type of for film. A, for a certain type. <laughs> but you've had but you've had no, no, say, no, it. no, no, no say it. I, say I, it. I, no, say it. But this is the thing. It's, it's real because like Angela Bassett to me, at least growing up, before I even knew I wanted to be an actress, like I knew something about this woman was great in that she affected all the women and men. In my household, yeah. it was like yeah. it was a big deal when she was on screen, yes. and the mere fact that she and I'm I, I'm gonna say it, the fact that she had this crazy, great role nominated for an Oscar, I can't think of more shots that she got at these Oscar type roles. Like I mean, Viola Davis said it what a few True. years back. It's like one black woman can cover all of the Oscar roles in a year, which is why you rarely see them yeah. in us every other year. Her, the, her yeah. next film after her next big film after this was Waiting to Exhale, which we we, we yeah, talked we about, which is amazing <laughs> and. Uh, and then I think how Stella got her groove back was sh- shortly after that. Uh, but yeah, there were. I mean, the, the, it, the, that was the, another good role. I'm sorry. Another it great was, role. It was a great yeah, role. Yeah, yeah. You know. And again, I think we talk about this a lot. But like, there are films that you know are considered targeted towards. They use the term urban audiences. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And 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 Angela Bassett was starring in a lot of those films. And the thing is, for whatever reason, like the especially the 
the Academy for especially then were not looking at these types of films as films that were considered quote unquote Oscar worthy. Well, this one is a little different because it's a biopic, right? Like they love biopics in their you know and, and Tina was huge histor- historic films and yeah. I, I mean, look, but we all. I mean, we we're on Angela Bassett because you brought it up, but you have to remember also that to give this movie an Oscar would be to give a movie an Oscar of a black man who was fairly tyrannical, right. and you know, and abusive to his spouse. Yeah. You know, I got to be real. Like, I felt like that movie. Watching it the first time, um, I felt like that movie was incredibly difficult to stomach. It's and, yes, so hard and to watch. Yeah, and you know, and unfortunately, very close even to my own reality. Yeah. So, um, you know, like, you ever watch... Oh, this is terrible. This is the this is the worst sense of humor in the world, but you ever watch a movie and there's a, no... Uh, no animals were harmed in the making of this <laughs> yeah. film? Yeah. No. This is a movie where I always think to myself, this would be a disclaimer, that two children were traumatized in the making of this right. film. Yeah. Because yeah. Of the, yeah. when he was beating oh that woman God. in front of the two kids, yeah. those kids thought that was real. Yep. Right. And yeah. I... Yeah. That really point. disturbed me. That was a really messed up situation. And, yeah. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, so, I mean, we, we, we haven't talked too much about the, the plot of the movie. It's, it's basically the journey of Tina Turner. We see very briefly in the beginning, we start with her... As a little girl in the church, man, that little actor. That little girl, that, that girl, girl was, yeah. Yeah, woo, was that girl great. gave me joy. Oh, man, I was like, great. yes. And, <laughs> and, it, and what I thought was so ironic, right, is they're in this church, and at? this little girl, they're singing, this, let, let, let my little light shine. You know, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. And this girl's going for it, you know. I'm going to let it. <laughs> she and she's improvising and giving it all. And... <laughs> <laughs> the woman, the elderly woman, choir director is like looking at her like, you cut that noise, stop all that. God don't want to hear any of it. And I'm like, the song is called Let My Little Light Shine. And the girl can't help it. The girl <laughs> goes back. But she, she was back. also, uh, to be fair, she was gyre, She was like gyrating. No, she wasn't. She was giving you show the shrugs. She was gyrating. But she was giving you show the shrugs. Choir director, she's like, uh, that's gyrating. No, show the shrugs. That means <laughs> yeah. I'm giving you passion. That's what and, that is. And, and, and she, she was, yeah. She was just taking what she saw to another level. To yes. another level. <laughs> Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus gyrated. She was not gyrating. Right. You know who else? They you know didn't who you have show Miley Cyrus at the time. You been? You seen Beyonce? Beyonce gave they you show the shrugs Beyonce right now. The time right, they right. had. They should have known. The shoulder shrugs is passion. All right. Fine. Uh, so that was amazing. And then was we, we, girl, we go over. She, her, we see, like, we hear an argument happening inside of her house. Her, and it's basically her mom is leaving with um, her sister and leaving her behind. And it's, it's something that really stuck with her. Oh, uh, no. What's up? The, the, girl, the, the girl who plays um, Little Tina Turner is the girl from um, A Time to Kill. The the Samuel Jackson movie, yeah, oh yeah, the catalyst for the movie when like she gets, yeah, oh, see, I didn't know that. No, I just had to yeah. Google. You guys are refreshing yeah. my memory on this entire movie right now. Like walk me through this thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm reliving yeah. it. Like oh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then and then it, I mean like that's pretty much all we see of the little girl. We see we see a conversation that she has with her grandma, and mm-hmm. her grandma's like, look, I, I I think her mom left because her husband was beating yeah, her. Yeah, right? that was abusive. She couldn't deal with it. And I, I'm guessing, it's never really explained, but I'm guessing she only took one child because she could only really support one child. Is that... Well, she says in the movie, she was... You it, were too young to understand, yeah, but which doesn't make other, any sense. Because the other daughter, yeah. like she said, was slightly older. But also, what does that even mean, though? Uh, you're right. too young to understand me not taking care of you anymore? Right. Yeah. But yeah, but like, yeah. Why, why I mean, take only one child out of an abusive it's home? Prob- it's probably... Uh, like, there's all kinds of things that it could be, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
and I think it was good that it wasn't explained. Like maybe she doesn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but but I love that open endedness, and because there's just so many things. Like it's so crazy. My dad's, um, well, my dad passed away, but his wife mm -hmm. um, was. Uh, in a situation like that where it was three sisters and the mom left and one of them ended up, like the youngest one ended up staying with the dad, oh, wow. you know? And yeah. um, I think that he, the, the dad, for whatever reason, adored this child and that she would, she, she, she also was, you know, fairly gifted in comparison to her other sisters right. and the dad would be a better provider, not necessarily a better nurturer. Right. So there are all different yeah. kinds of reasons for right. why um, um, that is and, you know, maybe at that time they didn't have a word for it, but moms was like, I know my ratchetness. <laughs> I know because of mine. Right. That is what I she mean, said she when we first met her. She goes, I'm the only sinner. I'm the only sinner. Oh, and the thing is, right? the thing is okay. I love that part so much because, like, that was one of the first times to me that, I mean, maybe one of the only times that you saw, like, a mom in one of the situations who was still going out, yeah. who was still getting it in. And it was like, she almost <laughs> encouraged the daughters. In. She did. And, like, yeah. and she said, I'm the only sinner in this house. And she kind of encouraged the daughters to go live a life and not be so, like... Yeah, yeah. she's like, go thot it up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? She was yeah. like, go live, yeah. you know? Live. And I was like, you know what? I respect that, mom. And that... Well, what is this actress's name? Because I see her so much. But that's so, so funny because we just got through talking about how when the youngest girl was in the church... Right. Trying to yeah. fully express herself where she felt most free. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, it was being shut down. Being and shut then down. here's a mom at home that's like, well, not anymore, but a mom mm -hmm. that was like, yo, yeah, be free. Don't, you know, don't, don't don't limit yourself to the. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, so, I mean, like and then basically almost immediately we cut to like uh, a club and we see Ike. Yeah. And yeah. I would say. Lawrence Fishburne, man. What was he smooth? That he, man's skin was so really good in this movie. <laughs> like, I hate to say it, but like... First, his skin was first real off, first good. Off, I had to say... First yo, first off, talk about. this is my thing. This is my thing. It's like, That's you know weird, some things. Lawrence didn't have good skin. He did no. not. In, 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 um, in, in Apocalypse. In Apocalypse. So, yeah. so how did he get Yo, listen, I'm going to tell you this. They had my man on stage, and you knew it was going to be a big moment. My man got on a silver jacket. His back's turned. Okay? This was a Prince moment they gave Ike Turn in this movie. It was a Prince reveal. It was like, his back is turned. He got the guitar, and he gives you a little bit of side face. Close up, now we see his little smirk, baby kind of skin. I was like, this man got some good, yeah. good yeah. skin yeah. in this movie. And you I know what? It. I think that that reveal was really so that we could have the experience of this young country exactly. girl yes. and her naivete and how taken she is by mm -hmm. all of this glitter mm -hmm. and, and, and gold. And That's exactly what it feels like. And she, and she says in the movie, like, um, the sister says he has a reputation. And she was like, doesn't seem like it. From his look? From his look. <laughs> And I, was like, what? What? I was like, what does that mean? It means, and and what, yeah. does he, what does he look like to her? Well, uh, I, I think it's also, it's not just necessarily like his, like, I think she thought he was physically attractive, but it was also, there was like a smoothness and even the way that like they were passing around the mic and letting other women sing and the women would sing and they wouldn't be good and he'd just go... Not you do this today. little finger whack, like uh, yeah, but yeah. no, no. But like, but it, but it's done in a way that you're like, that dude is cool because he's yeah. smiling at you. <laughs> like he, you don't feel bad. I was All like, right. okay, I, yeah, <laughs> I, don't know. Yeah. I thought he was ske skeezy. Like he looked. No, but you had that. You didn't come. You and I, I'm just. I'm gonna keep it real. They they kind of played it off like country bumpkins. Exactly. Yes, right. yeah. meets yeah. big city. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yep. And so you didn't have that naivete. You know. Right. Right. Listen, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm from the city. Ike was smooth, man. I'm looking at <laughs> no, my, my man. My man had my man had a perm. He had a sparkly <laughs> but, coat but and he one, smiled. 
The Mike girl that ends up on ready. stage singing with him screams every three words. Because he's Ike Turner. Every three words she screams. Have you out. seen? Have you seen people walk up on Drake or Justin Bieber or hey, one of them? They pass hey, out. Hey, but that don't make me think. <laughs> that don't make me think different. Like I'd be like, oh, those dudes. You got to give him that look, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he gave you. He, he, gave, he gave you just a little bit. Nah, nah, look. And he gave you like a nah, sweetie, but with his eyes. I was like, yeah. I felt safe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so basically, she <laughs> eventually he gets the you, Whit. Uh, oh, sorry, Whitney. Good lord, what am I saying to you? <laughs> you said Whitney. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, you know so why? Houston, you know why I said Whitney? Because <laughs> I was thinking. Because I was looking up who you. The actress's name is Jennifer Lewis. Because she's uh, Jennifer Lewis is incredible. She's yes. in so many things, but she was also in The Preacher's Wife yes. with Whitney Houston. Yes, and that's right. literally my You're mind right. was there. Uh, but yeah, we uh, Tina gets the mic and she starts singing, and, and I was like, "Oh, I, this one." You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah, yeah. in fact, he had and he takes her out to a diner. Uh, and he, then, <laughs> he no, he what he, what happens is someone else asks her out on a date. So like the, the give right, him, that's and, true. and like and then. Cause she goes on a date with the other dude and Ike there, and she's like, "Where did such and such and go?" And Ike comes and yeah, Ike's like, "Yo, go." Hey, yo, Ike's like, "Get out of here." That's a, such a hurricane moment yeah. when yeah. Denzel, um, you know, comes home from the military, right? And this dude's talking to this girl that he's kind of been checking out, and he's like, "You're in my seat, country." Yo, just <laughs> rolls him out the way. Such a, like rolls him out the way. Yeah, yeah go, go, go. Like, and so it, and we interpret it completely different when Ike does it mm-hmm. versus how we interpret it when Denzel right, does yeah, it. True. Yeah, 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 because yeah. the because qua- yeah. and this is you know this is the difference because almost like the quality of man is different. Like you know yeah, true, true. that like uh, Denzel's character is supposed to be like this elegant, this educated, this <laughs> smart dude. But like when you look at Ike and we haven't got there yet. But like you're kind of led to believe Ike is like the shyster dude. It's like oh wait. This is some shady stuff he's doing, whereas, like, Denzel could be considered saving this woman that, from a shyster. Yeah. 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 Oh, right, that has to be taken into consideration when making film. Right. Because be. it's the first time I'm actually thinking about it, and this is this is one of the reasons that I love you guys' podcast, mm-hmm. podcast is because of this right here. Now that, I'm go- now that I'm looking back at it, I'm going, okay, so we have to give you the experience of, like, the, you know, the young, naive girl from the country right. who's seeing this city slicker and interpreting him as being kind of like, a, a safe and uh, you know like iconic a, yeah. image of As success. Mm-hmm. So this is what success looks like. Exactly. But at the same time, you have to play to the fact that there's a much more sophisticated audience, right? And they're not going to be as naive. Right. So how much do you want them to be able to interpret, right? And so right. because of the fact that we come into it with this, because the, the, the more slick you make him, the more skeptical we're going to be, yeah. exactly. right? Mm-hmm. But, it, and, but, but if it goes too far, then, then it's almost like the foreshadowing is so ridiculous, mm-hmm. it, it kind of becomes a very dumbed-down movie. Right. So, like, finding that balance is something that has to be considered in filmmaking. And, and yeah. it has to be visual. Like, it has to be, like, visual, too. It's, like, immediately when right. you see him. Like, like say, for instance, like, Ike didn't say a word. Instantly, you see him. You can tell he's handsome. You can tell he's from around the way. Yeah. And you can tell he looks he looks successful. And yeah. it's a biopic. And it's a biopic. Bio and then pick. you have to believe that he... You know what? Actually, I think a big part of that is you have to you have to believe that he changed. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because, because, and that's, that's what, the thing is they, they walk the line... So well, yeah. like he doesn't, he doesn't even really seem like something is up until <laughs> until until we see him like sniffing, yeah, sniffing, yeah, you know, like and, and then and then it's that scene, it's that scene where yeah, something yeah. Cra- crazy yeah. even happens. I was right. reading uh, that Lawrence Fishburne like initially had turned down this role a couple times because he felt the script wasn't. I heard giving enough. Uh, depth to Ike Turner, and so he had talked to them about it. And then what really brought him on board was Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. But um, so I, I'm sure that's something that they worked on. That they were, and he yeah. and he also made sure 
I, mean, like, I thought there was he put that performance too. in it too because oh, you can't goodness. say and I mean like the real Ike Turner uh, he's he's no longer with us, but he did obviously did not like this movie, yeah. and neither, oh, he was, oh, he's gonna make a he's gonna make his own version. He's gonna, he's gonna make his, his own answer. version because he was trying to explain to the media in public right. that the only reason he beat Turner Turner is whenever she got really down. He's like, don't be depressed. So you know, that, and that's when I would do it. And the reporter goes, I go, did that make her happy? Like, <laughs> no, like yeah, what are we Come talking on, about? Yo, on television, yo, like, 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 he, he also was quoted as saying like, uh, please, the movie show. I I did not beat her that much. I beat her just as much as you. <laughs> yeah, just as much as, much as any man beats his wife. What was that? Was what his quote Any man said, beats his wife. Like everybody's beating their wife. <laughs> he said. Oh, he said. I, there were times I would punch her to the ground, but I never beat her. Oh my god! What? That That's sentence. what I'm saying. Like, what is that? What is that mindset? Right? Yeah. Like, there that, was, yeah. that, that would be Al Qaeda. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. But no, but hey, here it is. It's here. It's out. It's, no, but you know what though? But you know what though? Like, this is this is. This is very interesting because, like, when it comes to, like, I guess, and this is not to say just men nowadays don't do that, but when it comes to men of that era, when you think about some of the famous musicians and stuff, mm-hmm. they have been known to beat women, right? Mm-hmm. Look, my, look, yeah, yes, yes. I mean, it's, oh, it's, 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 been, it's yes. been known. So my thing is, like, what what is the mindset of a marriage where it's, like, you're, like, I don't... I mean, you know what it is. It's it's because women, your wife was considered part of, like, your property. Yeah, it's okay. it's really that it's like that it's that's how I mean that's part of sexism right like yeah. that's where it comes from it's the same thing like just like a slave was considered property right. your wife is like your own so and your wife must submit to you and right so people are like oh if she's not submitting like, then I get to discipline her like a child that's the, really what it is well, she, it's, it's, she, it, it is that insidious it really she is she said after you know after man the first is time that we, insidious right, yeah. man is that's it's what I'm man, saying but yeah. then also the first time after she gets hit she defends she says, him yeah she says like she I should have known not to say I should have known not to do this well, yeah. he's so he's so you know stressed and he's going through all that yeah. what <laughs> go ahead you don't have to raise your hand you don't have to raise your hand you just, you're making me think like, so now the mom left her with the dad who was an abusive dad but not necessarily abusive to her but right. Do we know that was never we, really established? It's never, it's never established, established but, but see, but you know what? Now, like, if she saw that kind of relationship, exactly. it might have been like this. And is you what have to, exactly. you have to. I mean, she was ro- raised under the roof of the man who was able to justify the beating of her mother. Exactly. And so Yo. she was indoctrinated into that belief system, yeah. which made her, it would explain why she was. Basically, you you heard the voice of her father probably yeah. when she was explaining why Ike beat her the first exactly. time. Exactly, yeah. and not only that, but she remember she even though she's with her mom now, she has uh, anger and you know yeah. unforgiveness towards her mom for leaving her. her. So yeah. like, and whatever her dad's side of the story was was what she was being indoctrinated Ooh, as a child. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. it's like yeah. it's like look, she's like I'm gonna be a good wife. To yeah, my to is... my husband, the one scene that so we we we're skipping around just a little bit, but not not too much. Honestly, we we see that I get you know they they form this group and he's singing. I think the first time he hits her was when it's it's, it's actually much later. They it's much later. They had a they had a great scene right with um where Ike and Tina uh where he's saying like everybody's leaving me right. So his 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 former girlfriend yeah. that he's had children with. Right. Uh, tries to ki- attempts to kill herself, mm-hmm. uh, and because Tina's there, Tina's because there. Tina's there. Tina's like, matter of fact, they even have a red herring earlier on when they first have the dinner, and he's like, he says it very briefly. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna be successful." Uh, she doesn't believe in me. She, yeah, and he says, "All these people I make famous always leave. Always me. leave me." And he said it very briefly at the dinner yeah. when they first first meet, and it was a thing that like. Almost kind of justified Ike's it had, treating of her. Oh, I thought you were going to say Suge Knight. 
Because it does have a Suge Knight kind of vibe. Suge Knight then tossed the person off. I'm not. No, way. Is he in jail? Because I'm not going to talk about Suge Knight. I don't know, man. Regardless, you don't bring up Suge Knight. Is he in jail? Okay, because I'm not about to talk about I don't know, dude. He is. Listen, man, that man has got... That man that man then got away with some stuff. He's got tentacles, bro. That man that got away with There might be some liaisons in the building. We in New York. We know where his reach goes. Hey, shit. We cool, bro. Uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, Woo! that's right. So, mm. so yeah, that that is what kind of sank sank it deep into her. This idea, like she's like, he was mm. like, everybody leaves me, and she's like, I I won't leave you. You know what I mean? So right. the first time it is, and, it's much later, and, and that's a manipulative play, but very is, manipulative. Yeah. I mean, he does yeah. it. Oh my goodness! His, he literally um, just to go where Bray stopped at. Like his. Is, it, is this his wife? Do we even know? He said they were never married. Is that I don't know. Right? I, he said they were never, they were never married. married. So they have two, two, children. They have two, two children. children. So they live in the same house. She seems to kill herself. And then that same night, that same, that night. same night he comes down to, to anime and he goes, uh, uh, everyone always leaves me. I haven't been able to look at her in a while and I can't talk to her like I can talk to you. <laughs> and literally knows the power he has and has sex with this woman. This young woman at yeah, this time, yeah, yeah, yeah. the same night his wife, the yeah. mo- not your wife, whatever, the mother of his two kids attempts to kill herself in the same house. But yeah. I'm going to throw this out there, you know, and please don't look at this as a reflection of me, but I do understand there are instances where when you're so raw true, with exactly. emotion true, true. that totally. you kind of act out. In fact, I know of a, 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 a couple of families um, who, you know, those rhino four-wheelers tipped oh, yeah. over and... Both their daughters died on the rhino, oh, no. and oh. then they, you know, both like so. Both sets of parents ended up having affairs with one another because they had that connection. Wow. Yeah, that like moment. yeah, oh, exactly. I guess, yeah, you know? I guess that makes sense. And so sometimes, so especially raw. as primal as human beings really are, we want to believe we're sophisticated because yeah. we have like the microphones and you the know, posable thumb, and, and, and the smartphones and the right. The posable thumb is where everyone goes back to. Yeah, but really, like as primal as we are, I think we are. A lot of times, most of us don't really even know how to process these emotions, and so in the moments that we actually feel. Um, the, the, the first thing we want because it's human nature is a connection. Totally, yeah. you know? it, it's it, it makes a lot of sense. Like he he was in he was in a vulnerable place. I mean yeah. he he even I can be vulnerable. Him. Yeah, I mean he yeah. cried. I mean this you is know, my I mean, he cried. He talked about his his dad. Yeah, I, honestly, when he had that when that conversation happened, I was like, I get it. I, I get her connection to him. Like right. it makes a lot of sense to me. Where's Fishburne, man? He's this, a, yes, yes. Yo. This is why, yes. <laughs> this man is a, first off, Morris <laughs> Fishburne is a gifted. Okay, look, we talking about, we don't talk about the movie. Yeah. But look, man, you He's got two actors. You got two. First off, he lied to get in Apocalypse Now because he was underage. Under this is the man who played, who's in Apocalypse Now. Smoking who played, cigarettes. Right? Good <laughs> Lord, he's 14 and he's smoking cigarettes <laughs> right? on camera. Right? Lied to get in the movie. director, okay? Lied to get in the movie. Then went from that, couldn't get work to playing was on Pee Wee's fucking Playhouse, okay? <laughs> Playing a cowboy right. with a cherry girl. Hey. Hey. No, I love Pee Wee. Hey. I love Pee Wee. What I'm saying is, iconic this, film, this, bro. This, this what I'm saying, I like, love Pee Wee. What I'm saying playhouse, is, like, my man went from Apocalypse Now to yep. being a cowboy with a Jerry curl, which I grew up with Pee Wee, so I'm defending Pee Wee. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying, this dude that. was great. Okay, mm-hmm. this dude was but great. No, it's so but come on, man. And you know, you always hear. How you learning? You always hear it's like, and it's funny too, and there's some merit to this, but I don't want to get too much into it, but like there, you always hear like, you know, oh, they're not looking for a light-skinned brother, mm-hmm. and they're not looking for this kind of brother, mm-hmm. they're not looking for this. Lawrence Fishburne was like, are you going to take what I give you? 
That's what is so great, man. I, I, I will, I will politicize. I will do whatever I got to do mm-hmm. to make this happen. Mm-hmm. And like, you can't deny his tenacity because you know what? You know what? As you say that, you know who else? Morgan Freeman. Mo- yeah. You know, no, because really, you know, yeah. I, I used to watch Morgan Freeman as a kid on Sesame Street. Wow. And he was Keep on another on um, yeah. children's show too. I can't remember the name of it. Um, Electric Company. Electric Company. Electric Company. Oh, maybe that's what it was. It was Electric Company where they would say the words, a little bit of the word would come out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that, that's mm-hmm. what I meant to say. Mm-hmm. Sorry about mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Hollywood is shut down. All production has stopped and funding for new projects is tough to come by. There has never been a better time to talk through the entertainment industry's issues and try to reimagine Hollywood. And that's what Hollywood the Sequel, a new podcast from LAS Studios, will be doing. Listen as journalist John Horn talks to some of the most important and up-and-coming actors, producers, and directors about what we can expect the future of Hollywood to look like. And more importantly, how it should look. Will there be greater representation for women, for people of color, Will there be a return to the small and intimate movie? Will there be a permanent shift towards streaming and away from movie theaters? Are YouTube, TikTok, and podcasts reshaping the media landscape once and for all? Can movie theaters rebound from shutdown with streaming and social distances as a norm? As Hollywood The Sequels asks these questions and more, this limited run series will spark an ongoing conversation about how to use the current crisis as an opportunity to fix the entertainment industry's fault lines. Stay tuned after this episode for an exclusive Hollywood The Sequel trailer. Available June 23rd. Download Hollywood The Sequel for free at laist.com slash Hollywood The Sequel or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's L-A-I-S-T dot com slash Hollywood The Sequel. Hey, everybody. Hi. It's Alice. And I'm Veronica from, from Trex in, in the City. City. We are two women who are nerds, and we love Star Trek and love talking about it. That's right. But we're not exclusive like that. No, we're not those kind of fans. We're cool ones. Like chill. Sexy, young, and also old. Trex and the City. The city part means we talk about anything. <laughs> Which is our right, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. I just need you to understand that... We have great guests. We have the dumbest bits. And songs. Sometimes. And we talk about Deanna Troy in a way that she has deserved for her whole career. Fully underdeveloped character. So come on over to Treks in the City. Only on the Forever Dog Podcast Network. New episodes out every Monday. Woo! Woo! So no, 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 yes, he is back to what you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you were making a point that you know, and this is what I, oh, I, the, yeah, I yeah it's moment. really difficult. Mm-hmm. Think about this. If someone said we're gonna make for this era, we're gonna make something about Suge Knight. Right. And now you've got to make, in order to make this a, you know, a, movie, a movie, you've got to get us to empathize with Suge Knight. So right. you have to show like this really traumatic childhood or something for us to give to, because he's, his reputation is already like, yeah. and that's the same thing Good with point, Ike Turner. Right. We went into this movie knowing Ike Turner was the Suge Knight of his era to a degree. Yep. Yeah. And here we are talking about how we felt sorry for him and how well the director was able to make us, under, like, make you go, I see what she sees in him. Yep. I mean, yeah. Lawrence Fishburne, man. So, Morpheus. So just wait <laughs> right, a second. Right. Morpheus, right, man. Right, right, you, yeah. you gave up. Not the movie. To, okay, All right. Sorry, John, just, yeah. skip, just uh, for the sake of time. Like, so we got, I want to cut to, uh, well, we see kind of like their hits coming, right? They're right, singing. Yeah. They're, they're Ike and Turner. They're climbing up the charts. And he changed his and, name to Tina. 
Just oh yeah, that's it, it just, wasn't even it wasn't even explained. Literally, just, the name. Yeah. Oh, I, think, I think it was literally. Wasn't it like she had the baby and he I, said he I, said I, anime and Ike don't sound good. And they come and, in. And she's and they, like in the yeah. hospital, and they're like listening to the radio, and it's like Ike and Tina Turner. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. changed her. Her name is Anime. Anime. He yeah. gave her. He gave her his last name without even marrying her. Yeah. yeah. And his mom. This is my thing about this, and this is a, a thing we haven't touched on yet, but like the mom. So, for instance, the mom, I, 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 I almost feel like she's a villain of this movie as well. And sure. Let's, let's I mean, she said, like, I, I, feel, I feel like she's like a villain too, man. I that, you know. Because you think she cares. You think she cares. But the thing is, when Ike Turner comes to the house, she looks at him, knows he's no good. Because she's been around. Knows he's no good. Tries to come out, and he hands her money. Yeah. So, he almost... Yeah. Buy But that's the dumbed down version of it that they needed to do for the audience. Because the truth is, is that any form of success, especially when for people of color in that era, it's like any form of success is extremely seductive. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And so we're all making, you know, compromises in the process of, you know, navigating our 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 our, Our lives. Yeah. And and so at this time, okay. Her daughter was getting her ass whipped, being abused, maybe even being cheated on, right? And yeah, all this other the, stuff. Because the, the mistress is there. Like, the we all see the mistress right. throughout the movie. What, what, what did the mother have to offer that was better? I mean, the mother was living over her. Because the mother yeah. was like, don't forget I mean, to take care I of the people who... I in the house. Yeah, yeah. And she knew that T- Tina, or sorry, goodness, Anna Mae, mm-hmm. went in this life. Like, she was like... At first, when Ike first came over, she was like, I want her to be a, a nurse. nurse. A nurse. Yeah. But she doesn't have that anymore, right? And, and the, uh, these opportunities have started to close down for her. And now she's doing this thing that's giving her all of the success, this money. You know what I mean? Like, it's providing for them, not only her, but her family. Right. You know what yeah, I mean? Exactly. These children. And so it's like, it's like she's the sacrificial lamb. In, the mo- in, the eyes, in mom's eyes, to a degree, mm-hmm. she's the sacrificial lamb. And then there's all the guilt that comes with that. Which, yep. you, you know, you have to make choices in a movie. You have to kind of like, you can't... Can't, you know, you, unfortunately, you can't go into it all. It becomes a three-hour movie. You know right. what I mean? Yeah, right, so, yeah. right. Waiting right. to exhale is the same. The same. Th- the mother yeah, the plays the a very person. similar role, which yeah. is like, like kind you of have a good oh, man. being a, you know, make yeah. also making excuses for a husband because it, husband is working. And they could, and they, they both describe him in both movies the same way. He's a good man, and it's so funny because. She, Tina Fey, just to help you skip down, mm-hmm. like when they get to like they have the kids, they have the success. She's Tina. She's Tina Turner. They have the house, and before the other two kids get dropped off. Tina sees at this point the red herring of like the the mistress, the the, the backup singer who's flirting with with Ike, mm-hmm. and the mom says, "Why you bent out of shape? You have a good man. It's your job to keep him happy." Right. Yeah. Keep right. His, keep basically keep his nut, his nuts empty and his I stomach mean, I mean, full. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And it's a thing of like this. Technically, yeah. yes, Ike wrote the songs. Tina's singing the songs. They're in their own I kept house. Thinking about that all the time. They're in their own I house. I was like, and she's Ike is singing the songs. She's though. singing the songs. Yeah. And then. Wrote like and then started to, the started, writing. started writing some of the biggest yeah. hits and like but, uh, te- Ike is cheating on her in the house in the that house. They, the kids are in yeah. yeah I mean that's I mean look man and it's it's messed up dude but that's so common it is it's extremely common and you know I mean I even I, I even grew up to a degree somewhat like that you know with a dad who was abusive to his mom my dad was a big time womanizer and the whole deal and he was just completely insensitive to the impact the psychological impacts but it's because he never really learned how to address his own so how was he going to like okay well yeah. well you know let me let me protect you from being psychologically tormented from this yeah, and right. so um also if you really think about yeah, marriage cycle. right mm-hmm. from my understanding and for what i've read mm-hmm. is that in the beginning 
women didn't really have a say in marriage. Exactly. And so women were like, you you bartered with women, like right. you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna merge these bloodlines with their because father, we, with their father, with their father, exactly to protect the family wealth or to sustain a certain bloodline, yeah. and, or you know, and you know, like. You can still like pay a dowry for like uh, yeah, I'm just, they still have yeah, you know. So so yeah. so it's mm-hmm. it's not that far fetched right. to understand where, where this mentality comes yeah, from. Absolutely, you know. And so when we're in this when we're in this era, unfortunately, that um that that conditioning influences women's the way women think as well. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're obviously progressing and making and making strides towards n- undoing that conditioning, mm-hmm. but. Come on, man! You're talking in an era where we we wouldn't. Slavery is still extremely prominent today. It's just right. they found a really slick way to hide it. Yep. Yeah. You know, because of uh, redlining and housing segregation, black people have genuinely, traditionally been denied an education and mm-hmm. exposure to you know to the nuances of life in America. Yep. Right. So sometimes we're the most naive. Sometimes we fall for the okie doke first. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if you take that era into consideration. You don't feel like you have a whole lot of hope. And here's a man who's putting you on stage. I don't give a damn if you're singing the songs. The mom's like, here's a man that is putting you on stage. He's making you a star right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like he's kind of giving you more than any white man could ever give you. Mm, yeah. Or has ever given me. Right. I mean, and, and I don't know. And, you know, I'm just, just kind of making the point that you're looking at stuck people, right? right? Mm-hmm. Living something bigger that they could have ever, right. ever dreamed. Right. And then, of course, there's all the bad stuff to it as yeah. well. But and, yeah. I, and, and I would say, periodically throughout the film, it gets worse. And, and, and yeah. at least what the movie deposits is uh, it's getting worse because he's maybe getting more and more jealous of the fact that she is, is, the star. is eclipsing the star. him as the yeah. star. You know, we have, like, a scene where Phil Spector comes and is like, I want to do a song. I want to do a song with Tina, and then you know, like, Ike and like, Tina doing right, a song. All right, you hear that? <laughs> Phil Spector's doing a song with Ike and Tina, and he's like, "No, I Tina." <laughs> you know, and you're like, "Oh, oh okay." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a beautifully shot moment where uh, uh, Ike had forced Tina to come out and sing. She didn't want to sing. She felt sick or whatever. He was like, "You better go sing." Oh, this moment, is you so know. Good. So they're out there, and she's singing. She's giving her all. She's crying as she's singing, but it's just this passion, and everybody's. Like loving him, and and uh, and it, you know comes to an end, and everybody's applauding, and Ike comes out to hold her hand to take a bow, and then the crowd's just chanting Tina, Tina, yeah. and so Ike just hears it, and he just starts, he just slowly walks to the background, and he just is enveloped in shade, like yeah. just darkness. The movie was shot beautifully. Dude. I was just like, oh snap, and he's just like, and you're like, you see him like kind of back there. Menacing. He's now dark. You know what I mean. Yeah, and it, he's it, literally it, eclipsed. It was symbolic. It was very like, symbolic. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is that at that point he is already, you know, started beating her <laughs> and, and doing and heavily using drugs. And the thing is, and it's so interesting because every time, at least in this movie, I mean, we don't know what happened in real life, but every time he does hit her or does something like completely extreme, he's always on cocaine. Yeah. Every single scene that he hits her, he's always on cocaine. And every time he does it, it's almost like you see a switch happen. And maybe that's how Lawrence Fishburne played it. Is like. Anything that he tried his best not to, because there's a scene early in the movie when he's trying to get her to sing for the first time, and he gets real aggressive, but he gets real gentle. It's a moment where, like, after the first, like, after the second or two uh, performances, like, he gets real aggressive, but then he looks at her and he gets gentle. So it's almost like the cocaine made him become either the real person he was or took away those, like, like, those blockers 
that yeah. he had in to like stop him from doing anything bad. Because right. the first time he hits her, he literally says, "So I guess you're gonna leave me now, huh?" Right. Well, that's like, oh well, that, the first time he says it. Yep. And that's why that line that you brought up in the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie was so bad when he said, "Everybody leaves Everybody me." Leaves me. It's that. <clears throat> what's crazy about the Tina situation is. It was just a slow, drawn-out, inevitable... <laughs> this was a horror movie, dude. Yeah. Exactly. It was because just over time, it became more and more obvious to him that there was... If he couldn't keep those people, right. well, here's a real star. Right. Yep. You know, and they're screaming her name. Right. She's actually in the spotlight. And it was probably the most torturous... Is that oh. that's yeah, a word, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. And so... Um, you were talking about the drug habit yeah. and him being like, and you know, I, I just got to keep it real. Again, I think that's like a movie moment where mm. we just need to create, uh, we need to, we need to make an excuse for Ike. Yeah, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. That, yeah. that, my, that's my, my my opinion. I think that, and even still, I feel like like when that movie didn't win an Oscar, mm-hmm. I was so pissed off that right. I don't think this is real life. Like I don't really watch the Oscars, but I watch the Oscars to see that yeah. movie win an Oscar. Mm-hmm. And when the, uh, that movie didn't win an Oscar, I, I don't think I've ever watched the Oscars again. That was the year. That was the year yeah. the piano yeah. snuff. Like the piano won everything that yeah. year. You, yeah, everybody remembers that film, the piano. You mean you mean the you mean the film? No, about everyone the, remembers and it's played all the time. You know the piano. I mean, I mean you. Oh, I yeah. Mean, yeah oh, the, man, you, oh, you remember the movie, dude? The, it's the, like the piano. The piano was about the the the, the piano the, on wheels. It was the, it was the, it was the piano. Right. It was the piano. Wait, what, was that was that a Holocaust film? <laughs> no, no, yeah, you're thinking pianist, of the pianist, which is like several <laughs> years. Later. What was the, the piano pianist. about? Then? <laughs> the piano it's uh, it's about a like a little. Girl who learns to play the piano. Get the f- no. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's so funny. Like I saw it on the plane the other day. I, the piano. No, I saw the the box cover on the plane right. the other day. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, as yeah. I scroll past it. But <laughs> look, no. Yeah, but look, yo, but check it out. This is the thing. It's like. <clears throat> Again, I really believe that this movie was too raw for too America. Raw. Remember, no, no, the color purple me. didn't win any Oscars either. Out of Africa beat it in well categories. First, at least they went to yeah. Africa. You telling me no, a but girl they, playing no, the piano of, won? It's out of Africa. Well, did they start the movie in Africa? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At well, least we like started a, in the motherland. Some white you people telling in me Africa. some? It was white people that came out of Africa. <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't black people Africa. in Africa. Well, what, what do you think? You're going to win an Oscar for being <laughs> a black person coming to Africa? I mean, okay, well, I mean they show well, you travel. You went from Oscar Africa to reparations. <laughs> Wait, time out, time out, time out. So the piano, this, I'm, we don't get back to the movie. All right, okay. we got to start But the piano right. has no, nothing to do. Yeah, we got to wrap The piano has nothing to do. All right, here we you go, go, here we you go. You do what you got to do. I'm looking at right. this piano. That's so let's get, let's, get to the, let's get to the end. So basically, the culminate, I think the culminate, the turning point, there was another turning point. She tries to leave. Her mom kind of betrays her a little bit, mm-hmm. tells Ike. Ooh. Ike finds her, yep. takes her back. So she's still there with the kids. Yeah. You know, she, but, but now she's sure, she's like, she's just like kind of just steaming, steaming, like, you know, just letting it stew. And then it gets to the point where they're, they're going to this hotel right before a show. Uh, and they're in, mm. the, in the car. And she, she says something to him, like, like, what? Like, she tries to get in the limousine and she's like, go to hell, Ike. And she gets in the car. And right. they're in the car, and he's like, don't you ever talk to me like that. He slaps her, hits her, boom, boom. Six inches to the nuts. And then she, Yo. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. First, first she, I think she, like, bites his face. <clears throat> yeah. Scratch, like, she was like, his face. His face. Yep. And, then he, and then he punches her, yep. like, hard. And then she kicks him in the nuts. And they have this huge, and just oh, wait, like. Can I, can I hit that moment? When she kicks him in the nuts, he's sitting there, he jumps across, yeah. like, he repels across the room, holding his nuts, and she literally goes, that's all you that's got? That's all you got? That's, and she just Bring it. And she just jumps on her It's really great, because. Oh, we man. don't see her fight him. 
in the whole movie. Right. And so, like, this scene, like, when she unleashes on him, it's just, like, a, such a relief. You know, and they get out of the car, they get into the hotel, and they're both bleeding. <laughs> Faces are messed But up. I thought that was so dope yeah, and it was. real. There is an example of a part of this. I'm sorry, I cut no, you no, off. No, 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 no. That's an example. That's a good example. A great part of this movie, how you can take something so traumatic, right, mm-hmm. and, 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 and make it comical, yep. yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But also keep it grounded. And you keep the weight yeah. on it. The you, weight you, you, is still Because when you think about yeah. it, like even when they walk in, you don't see their faces at first, but you see the people who work there. Yeah. Like, yeah. You see the three like, dudes Whoa. like, yeah. oh man. But, I the, mean, but the way she, they rolled in, you would have thought they got jumped. Yes, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes. You just thought, you know, and they, they didn't even act like it was a big deal. Exactly, mm-hmm. they, yeah. And so, the, to me, the, uh, the movie had a lot of that. Yes. Because... In, 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 unfortunately, I feel like a lot of entertainment is being being created. At least here, I feel like it's being created for audiences who uh, don't necessarily uh, get the nuances of right. the culture, right. right? And so, because a lot of the money for the film to be made is being raised in other places yeah. that aren't English speaking audiences. But so that's a so I don't know what happened at that time, but th- I miss that. That's a time when you had this. Like irony just ringing, like right. okay, and it was real. So here we are, two people, and we both know that we're a frigging mess, mm-hmm. okay. And for whatever reason, we've chosen to stick it out. See what you're saying right now, not to cut you off, makes makes yeah. no sense. But what, what you're expecting is you're expecting people <laughs> to have movies with black people having layers and like and like some type of depth to them. Like what you're saying doesn't make sense. What you're what you're saying is you expect to have a relationship between two black people. The first off, the the, the, the black woman, black woman, my God. She stands up for herself. Oh, yeah. That doesn't fucking happen in the real world. Without her being yeah. sassy, is that what you you expect yeah. her not to be sassy while doing this? You know, listen, man. I don't know what kind of world you're living in, but that's not the Hollywood that I see movies from. And this is why black men can't <laughs> in Hollywood. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we basically end the oh, we end man. the film with uh, she's 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 left him at this point. She goes to another hotel yep. and uh, she's she's doing her own thing. She's a sing, uh, single artist. You know, they get the divorce. All she wants is the name. She's like, I'm keeping the name. I yeah. earned that name. Uh, and he's trying to get her back. She's like, nah, I'm just kind of jumping through. Okay, can, can yeah. we just go to the little intimidation process intimidation. here? Where he, where he has the gun in the car. Right, and, so and, that's and, the last thing. And this, it, to me, it really says a lot about yeah. his intellectual, like how, how limited he is. Mm-hmm. Like his only method of negotiation was intimidation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So here was he. Look at this. Look at this. I got a gun. I got and a gun. when he realized that she was not afraid to die, mm-hmm. he became a child. It was yeah. Him, yeah. The, the scene you're talking about right now, my favorite scene of this whole movie. First off, this movie was shot beautifully. This whole conversation is, is happening through the reflection in the mirror. Right. And the thing is, as he has the gun, he sets it right in front of her. She looks at him, gives no fucks about it. Excuse my language. But then you see Ike's face, and it's literally just on Lawrence Fishburne, and you see how confident he feels without breaking. Like, his face never changes. Mm -hmm. But you see his eyes, and slowly you see him lose everything. You see the confidence goes. The confidence goes. He lost And you see his eyes just water up. And the thing is, when she goes downstairs to perform, as people are chanting her name, he is still standing, looking at himself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to kill us. Like I didn't know. That. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I thought he was going to commit suicide right. at that point. And yeah. at the end, and then, and then it just ends with her singing "What's Love Got to Do with It," which yeah. is such a powerful for amazing. an incredibly diversified audience, yep. mind yes, you. Yes, and in fact, predominantly white audience. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I think it's at that point you got to remember, like they they said a quick line of like, "Can she make a comeback at 40, 44? Mm-hmm. She. Cons- and it, yo, she had a number one album. <laughs> yeah. She won two Grammys at 44 years old. That's technically 
What we remember of her is the height of her, and that's at 44 years old. Yeah, and I want to just jump in and say this is what's interesting about uh, pop culture in America versus pop culture abroad mm-hmm. is that people really do appreciate their artists. Like even the, like the, 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 the band, the people, the musicians who played on Motown Records. Yeah. They show up at the airport in Europe, and people are waiting in different parts of Europe. Yeah. Are, are they're holding up like like real fanboys, right, and like right. like yo, you know? And here we don't know who they are yeah. really. If, yeah. Like again, if they're not if they're not running for president, we have no inclination nope. of you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we might even know everybody running for president. <laughs> no, that's no true. too. Uh, they, they were showing a questionnaire. They were asking people like who is on TV. They were like asking who's the vice president. People were like, oh, oh no, who's uh, running for president? No, no, you know, they, know no, who, they were like who? I mean, right is now, they know who Joe Biden no, was. They want to know who Joe Biden. Biden. They want to know his name. Like, uh, my, my, my man Biden talking about to come meet me in the backyard. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, you don't yeah. know that dude. Scrappy. All right. Um, uh, so I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, are we doing? Let's skip to the cause. We don't have that much. I mean, you know, most of the time in these movies, like a leading black actor if it's a white woman in the movie. He, she's never 11 inches because for some reason a black man cannot date a white woman on screen. But because this movie and I love Angela Bassett so much, like we started doing that thing we call like black girl magic and like just seeing Angela Bassett yo know, in this movie mm-hmm. be so powerful. And I mean, first off, the guns. On this woman, yo. Oh my God! How we been she not so, talking yeah, about she her? Is her so, is, she is so. She is the original. Yo, Instagram. Yo, like, dude, yo, like everything about her just. Yo, she had guns on those arms, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We talk, about people it. talk about. Michelle, I mean, Michelle Obama has very nice fit she, arms, but yeah. I was looking at her I was like, no, dude. Man, there's oh one. There's one God. scene at the end of the movie that literally my roommate and I were watching it. And like literally when she's singing, um, what's love got to do with it? And she does like this reach yeah. back, and I'm like, good, yeah, good yeah. goodness, yeah, man! Yeah. And the the the, the leg muscles. Leg, yeah. To me, it's like just to see a black woman like have a movie like this, and, and it sucks because uh, you know even thinking about like what Viola, this, Viola Davis said, and the fact that it's been two years since a black woman or a woman of color has been nominated for Best Actress, or you know any type of acting any, role. Anybody. Period. Um, <laughs> just seeing her have a role like this and see the layers and nuance of it. Yeah. Honestly, it was beautiful, but it made me so pissed off that it's like, and I, I think American Horror Story is great. I think it's great. But the mere fact, this woman who made this movie in 1993, and TV is great. But the fact that she is now doing movies less, and I feel like it's not because she wants to. Yeah. I feel like it's there's like, also like, an age and age discrimination. Exactly. Right? So yeah. it's like there's so much, but Angela Bassett still looks young. Like, Angela Bassett that. still looks like you can't even give me to think of like, oh, she looks like whatever, but she's still young, feels young, and things. This woman deserves. To be nominated for an Oscar in another movie, you know, yeah. And where is it? Sometimes when you, sometimes when 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 people aren't working, you end up hearing things throughout Hollywood, and I think it, you you have to really take it with a grain of salt because I think it's like a very easy way to just kind of dismiss right. a person by saying, "Oh, that person went crazy" or blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. But you never hear anything about Angela Bassett. No, nope. nope. never at all. She's always managed to kind of keep herself out, you know, out of that. So I don't know. I, honest to God, would love to ask like an agent or someone who represents her what is the deal, and it's probably because of the fact that she. Has has artistic integrity. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I yeah. read this interview with her and she was saying like some of the roles she was offered, she didn't want to do. And I'm like, you know, I respect that because if people aren't offering you the stuff you want to do, then why do it? Like, yeah, you want to make rent, but it's like she said, I think she said in this interview, she wasn't struggling for money and she cared about her artistic integrity. And yeah. I'm like, that is a thing that like, I wonder, I know everyone can't afford to do that, but if that was a thing, would, and it's not to put the pressure on us, African-Americans or whatever, but if that was a thing, would we be able to control more of the images we have out in the media? Because sometimes in these movies, we have a slave movie, and it's like we're beaten down, you know? And it's right. like you look at the news. It's like black people getting killed. So it's like maybe if we... I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the yeah. right answer no, is, but yeah. it's just like... Cool. All right. It's time for the cause. Just sorry, oh, yeah. sorry to cut you off, but uh, basically we, re- we rate films not 
not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. So if we think it helped that cause, we give it a black fist. If we yeah. feel like it somewhat helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we feel like it didn't help the cause, we give it nothing. I mean, we know what this movie gets. All right, right? we're going <laughs> No, we don't. <laughs> Yo, I, we don't do it. I'll, I'll, I'll just count, keep it real. On, I, on the count of three, we're going to throw it up. Okay. So, so, so if we don't think that it helped the cause, we do what? We get nothing. Okay. So but, don't put any, anything up. All right. If you think it really helped it, Black Fist. If you think it helped it somewhat, then a White Palm. Okay. Oh. So uh, one, throw this out, though. Mm -hmm. Like the cause of basically getting more black people employed, employed mm -hmm. even if it's the actors in the movie. Yes, that yes, counts. Yes, right, yes, that counts. Yes, that counts. All right. All right. Oh snap! Wait, no. Why'd you why'd you why'd you bring that up? Because <laughs> we gotta be. Oh, right. Here we, we gotta, gotta go be back and do a few other movies. Now. <laughs> we gotta be specific. No, even even if it's the actors. In the I movie. know, I know, but that's making me that made right, me change here my. Here we go. All right. I don't know why that's true. That's weird. Here we go. All right. Like kind of three, three, two. Has such confusion in his eyes. One. Boom. There we go. Four black oh, fists. You I scared me. Because, because at first, because this is my thing, because I thought about... I'll go first. Let go me just ahead. go first. Go ahead. Go ahead. I gave it a black Quick. fist. I gave it a black fist because one, I mean, the movie's dope. It's great. Well, whatever. They got nominated for Oscars, which rarely ever happens. But I thought about not giving it a black fist because I thought about like what happened afterwards mm -hmm. and like did we get a bunch of African-American biopics and like what the state of Hollywood was at that time? And the thing is, I don't really know because I, I, I don't know that mm -hmm. um, portion that much. But, you know... Angela Bassett got nominated for an Oscar, so I ride with it. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, I gave it a black fist as well. I think, I think like I said in the beginning, this really put Angela Bassett on the map. Um, she was she was always great and incredible. This allowed her to shine in such an amazing capacity. Academy Award, she did, she should have won the Academy Award to be yeah. honest, but at, but at least she got the nomination, mm -hmm. and that also does at least propel you, you know what I mean, in some aspects. So, so did Lawrence Fishburne. And both of them went on to do more incredible, yeah. amazing things. Um, and, and I was just, a, I love, like, there are so few films in Hollywood with leading black women right. where they, it's told that it's their story. Exactly. And um, uh, I don't know if this film, no, I think it did pass the Bechdel test because they were it talking did, about it, 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 sure. it, 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 um, it took uh, about, religion. It took about religion and stuff too, like when yeah, I was yeah. talking to friends. Yeah, they, but uh, yeah, that's true. The Buddhism scene, we yeah. didn't talk about that, but uh, it, it was such a powerful portrayal of an amazing, iconic woman <laughs> in American history. And I thought it was, I mean, it was great. So, Black Fist. I gave it a Black Fist because of the line, I got 36 cents and a mobile car. Can I stay here? <laughs> oh. I, gave it a, I gave it a Black Fist because oh, right. of, I have been remembering the scene where uh, he leaves. The, the concert at the end for since seeing the movie the first time. That part is so powerful for me. And Vanessa Bell Calloway and Jennifer Lewis are so dope. Uh, oh, so I gave it a fist for, for all those reasons. Oh, uh, man. I gave it a black fist because um, being an actor who actually started on the mainstream mm -hmm. side of things and then worked my way over to doing urban film, um, I do believe that uh, quite often whenever you are in those areas of your life or areas of your career where you need to believe that you have a foundation, an audience and a foundation. Quite often for black entertainers, it is that black or that black audience that is actually holding you up. Yep. Mm. And so <clears throat> um, the impact that that film had on the black community pretty much gave them perhaps the most solid foundation you can have as black actors and yeah. actresses, you know, um, um, at the time. And so I gave them a black fist for that. I gave them a black fist for honoring 
uh, all of these, for, for, to the director and the writer and the actors for insisting upon all of these nuances that are somewhat lost in a lot of today's art, particularly when it comes to people of color, the complexities that we need to see. But I also, um, I also gave it a black fist because I feel as though it was, now that we're talking about it, I'm looking at it as you were recalling it, and I'm going, that was a huge risk to take yeah. at that time yeah. in film. And it made, sitting here listening to you guys talk about it made me go, wait a minute. Did the director and the creators go, well, look, well, we ain't making this for everybody, okay? Right. Or did they go, no, we're going for the Oscar? I can't tell. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Which is kind of awesome. And so for all of those reasons, I give it a black fist. And I just want to say that, um, again, there's a certain amount of, of, of risk that you take as an actor playing a character that is so unlikable. Yeah. And um, Lawrence Fishburne did it. In, like effectively, I don't think that anyone really empathized with um, uh, empathized with with, with 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 Ike Turner's character, and then yet it became more of an issue when Ike Turner got out of jail. Right. It, to me, that's mm -hmm. to me that is what you call an iconic film. Right. right. A film that that kind of outlives the true story. Right. You know, mm -hmm. so and I mean, I don't know how many biopics are made of people that are, you know, that are alive and uh, versus how many are dead. But all of these factors, like just listening to you and you guys refreshing my memory on the film, make me go, God, man, what an incredible yeah. leap of faith in, in putting that much money into a movie at that time with two black leads and getting nominated for an Oscar. Mm. And then, last thing I want to talk about is the Oscar. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same system. And, like, not to knock the Oscars or anything like that, but the Oscars weren't set up to honor talent of color. No, it's right. the same in the same way in which <clears throat> America wasn't set up, right, for the advancement of black people. We have historical events. It, it, you know, the historical events that show you in any time that black people had come together and attempted to advance that there was a systematic takedown. Yes, yeah. an so, organized, intentional takedown. And, exactly. And so, um, to me, letting the Oscars set the standard is so ass backwards. Right, right, right. Yeah. Let's just chalk it up to we don't really have, you know, we don't really have the, 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 uh, the thing in place yet that truthfully honors talent for talent regardless of color. Right, right, we yeah. don't have that in place yet. You're in a country where 77% of the people in the country are, you know, are, 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 are you know, other than black. And so it's like, of course things are skewed. Of course, I, I completely get that. But yep. I don't want to let that set the standard for what the Determines what's a good film or Oscar-worthy exactly. film, or mm -hmm. you know, or or who is or isn't you know a phenomenal athlete. So yeah. I'm, I'm just leave it at that. I'm because I know I get long-winded. No, no, that it. was beautiful. Yeah, that, that, that was yeah. great. That Thank was you so great. much for yeah. coming. No, I do. Almost Christmas comes out. I think we're releasing it the day it comes out. So go see it in theaters. Yep. Is that no November. Go no, see it today. Yeah, yeah. Today. <laughs> today. It will be today. Go see it yeah. so right now. So right yeah, now. Yeah. Anytime you are listening to this, listening to this you can see, see it. it. If you're listening to this a year in the future, rent it on DVD. Right. It's three days exactly. It's three days after the election. You know you're pissed off. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Good you're mad. About that. Good point. We don't know what's happening. You'll be mad regardless, probably. You'll be mad regardless. We have our first woman president. Yep. We're saying it. Please, Lord God. Please don't have the first woman president. I can guarantee you. I can almost guarantee 
I'm willing to put money on it. I'll take a wager. <laughs> she better win. I'm telling yeah, yeah, yeah. you that Donald Trump is a decoy. He is a decoy. He is set up <laughs> to true. manufacture. He's set up to Yo, manufacture I, did, public right. consent for oh Hillary. Bro, John, we talked about okay. this, man. We're talking about it. Right. Right. We got to end the Okay, wait, wait. Oh, but we also want to talk about. Yes, please. Yes. And so it's a great topic. So you guys know, I don't know if you know this or not, but a month before Ava DuVernay dropped 13, I had dropped a video called uh, The Racket of Racism, yes. in which I kind of covered slavery to modern day and just basically broke down. Because um, what happens is people tend to reduce black struggle in America to bad decisions. Right. Well, you made a bad decision. Yes. And I'm trying to explain, mm -hmm. and you know, and I want to get to the root of it, and I'm trying to explain it in a way that isn't like, oh, I'm a dude with a chip on my shoulder. But right. I want, and it has... This video has successfully done that. 19-minute videos don't go viral unless there's a lot of nudity in it. Like nudity, like exactly. two girls in one cup or some yeah, shit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, so, that's not the nudity you want, though, not the cup uh, part. Right. Right. No, okay, sorry. Okay, oh, you, what you were saying. Uh, you know, but, you know, some kind of shock value. And this this is just basically me, you know, going through a series of facts. And I focused, when I spoke about the Civil War, I focused on slavery, not because it, it was the catalyst for you know the Civil War, but I, it was it was the point that I wanted to lead to show how it is still pre prevalent in, in in the penal system. Right. So okay, boom, got that out of the way. But that was also to help people understand how I could make something that was really funny about something that was really horrific, right. and that's kind of my gift. And so what. And so what Prison Logic is, Prison Logic is that. I have this character named Tijuana Jackson. He's an ex-convict turned motivational, turned motivational speaker. And I've been doing it for, I don't know, 10 years on the internet. And I've been, I get letters, I talk to people, I do, I do live streaming shows and the whole deal, teaching the importance of nuance, mm -hmm. teaching people the importance of processing and resolving issues and acceptance and all these other things yep. that, that, that come with life that we tend to gloss over in Western culture. And so here's this dude who's gotten out of prison. But the problem is, is that the brother is so institutionalized that all of his references are pretty much prison related. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh. Like, you know, he'll take a quote like, you know, um, he'll say, um, you know, you know, you know, life, man, life is like a, you know, because, you know, they have the vending machines right. in the commissary right. sometimes. Life, man, life is its like a vending machine. Heard me? It's full of change. You know, and that's all you get. That's all you get. That's all you get. That's amazing. I'm trying to think of another one, but I'm like, how do I make find one of his more PC quotes? But right. the long and short of it is, is that, <laughs> you know, his whole thing is, is, is coming from this perspective of a guy who's been so institutionalized that he can't really see outside of those bars. Right. But he's making all these, like, really poignant facts, about, um, points about life. And so I said, you know what? This would be a great vehicle to give you an clear understanding without being preachy and heavy and bumming you up and right. having you laughing and feeling enlightened at the same time mm -hmm. to say, yo, here's how the prison industrial system goes beyond what you're, you're supposedly a free man and how it disenfranchises you systematically from your family, mm -hmm. from being uh, an Gym. effective citizen, employed. an employee, from be, having a political voice mm -hmm. and show you how it does all these things and have you cracking up the whole time so that you don't feel like you've been preaching. And I have found that by using humor to tell these stories, you, you, you knock down all race barriers, right? Okay. So if you look at the thread of racket of racism on Facebook right now, I don't know, it's 4 million something views, but if you look at the thread, there's just as many black people as there are white people in that thread going, yo, I didn't notice. You got white people in there talking about they're going to devote their life to the cause. Thank you very much for this. And, you know, mm. how do we stop this? And that's the other thing that we have to stop doing as black people is we have to stop lumping all whites or all, yes. you know, all pro, pro people who are pro-segregation. We can't take 
and just make a blanket statement because right. what I actually speak about, and I, I call on it again in the video, is modern modern day abolitionist, is that there were a lot of people who were anti-segregation um, back in the day who actually did help, right. you know? And so yeah. what I did was, and, and I, at the end of this particular video, what I did was I explained how it hurts you, any individual in America, economically yeah. to promote the prison industrial system. But I know that the real, the, the, the bigger thing is, is how toxic it is to our society. But unfortunately, we don't relate to that as much as we relate to, sure. well, how much am I losing exactly? And how much are you losing? For instance, just on like low, free, low, no pay, like 15, maybe 26 cents an hour, like Florida in 2014 might have saved $56 million in taxes. All right. But that's like that's like a hundred and something thousand jobs that were extracted from the market so that you, the prison industrial complex could give these corporations extremely cheap slave labor. labor. So, yeah, just, so, even, so whether those guys got an actual salary, because people don't know that you get out of jail and a lot of times you're in debt. You accumulate debt in jail. And you have to pay for all the other things that go on while mm -hmm. you're on probation. Oh, yeah. You know, it's, it, it's, oh. it, and you can't get a job because you have to exactly. write on your, on your employment forms that you are a felon and nobody yeah. wants felons working at their... Exactly. I would, I would even if the, the companies that you work for in the prisons were required to at, to give you a fair shot at employment when you got out of jail. That would be I'd be like okay, well that's a step towards rehabilitation mm -hmm. in actually one sector of the you know in one. Right. But there's none of that, and none so I just basically have made prison logic my right now. This is the this is my passion. This is what I want to show. I grew up around around a lot of people who were who had the best of intentions, but they were like Ike Turner or something like they were heavily flawed. And th this is the kind of advice that they gave you. And TJ just doing it from a more pure. He's doing it from a more pure standpoint. But That's I'm promising great. you, I, you can go online, just look up Prison Logic or go to PrisonLogic.com. I promise you, you will laugh your ass off. Awesome. PrisonLogic.com. Yeah, we'll tweet that out. We'll Boom. put it on our sites and. Thank you so Thanks much for again coming, for coming. Thank you. Yeah, guys, and congratulations, man. This is dope. This, this is really, really dope. Like my friend turned me on to it like maybe a month and a half ago, and I cool. and I and, I, and I, that's why I was like, when they said it was, you know, the three guys, and I was like, but wait a minute, I remember a woman being on there. I didn't realize that was your guest because she guess. just blended right in oh, with y'all. Yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> I wonder, uh, so, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah, we'll do plugs later. And uh, yeah. yeah, just keep rolling, keep rolling, 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 rolling on the river. Rolling on River. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, thank you. All right, it's time for our plugs. B -b -b plugs. Yeah. You can follow us at Black Men Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, uh, blackmanpodcast.com. Uh, that's where we don't update. No, nope, <laughs> never, never. That's where we got some uh, of the very early stuff. You want some early photos? Uh, Go on that side. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very early news. Uh, uh, oh, we're on uh, Spotify, Spotify Mobile. If you got yeah. it on your phone, I mean, I, I mean, you're listening to us on something else, but maybe you're like, I, I wish they were on a better app to listen to. Yeah, man, we're we on Spotify on, now. We're on Spotify now. Moving yeah. on up. Moving on up. Uh, please, by the way, if you are living in a country that is not the United States uh, and you're listening to us, tweet at us. Let us know where you're where you're listening from. Uh, trying to get somebody let from us know what you know. Let us know what you thought about the election. Oh, oh yeah, it's been past the election now. Yeah, so let us know what you thought about all of those, all of that happening. We predicted in this episode that 
Hillary Clinton won, I think that's still correct. I think that's safe. Yeah, we still we, we still, still don't, don't know. know. <laughs> we don't know, but we hope we're right. Um, and uh, anyway, uh, otherwise, anyway, uh, <laughs> everyone got scared for so, a second. So uh, you can follow, <laughs> follow me at John Braylock, uh, johnbraylock.com for some videos and stuff like that. Um, yeah, I do. I, you know, I was a, did an MTV sketch that. Oh yeah, bro. That Gerard directed. Okay. Got like four hundred thousand views on oh, that thing. What's goodness. that? Facebook, Facebook, Facebook views, views Good. baby. Oh. Goodness. Facebook views. It's like you can't. You just like, gotta stay past. Six you can't like half of that. You pay. You stay past six seconds in accounts. That's yeah, still a lot. That's still a lot though. That's, uh, yeah. That's that's a you know skip ad after five seconds. All right. That's all for me. Uh, you want? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to say, like, I don't have anything I want to promote. But I do want to say. Like we noticed the increase of listeners, and we want to say thanks, though. Thank yeah, you. Thank like, you yeah, for thank this, you. Man. You know what I'm saying? And remember, uh, if you want to tweet out something, tweet James the Third is not a human. Remember the hashtag is real. It is real, and I'll take it. Um, you can follow me at James Third Comedy. Third is three R D. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, JamesThirdComedy.com. And starting next week, starting November 16th on the on Go 90, you can catch me on the show Thanksgiving. Uh, it's <laughs> great. Thanks again, baby. It's a great show. Uh, so go to Go90 and check it out. So you got money now? Uh, no. This makes no sense. <laughs> All right. And uh, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Please. Well, Leave only, a nice review. Only if it's good reviews. If you got something a bad nice, to say. nice, great review. I don't, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, only honestly, only tell us nice things. Only great things. If you have, if you, have you know, negative stuff to say, you know, keep it to yourself. Or constructive you criticism. Contact at James Third Comedy. Yeah. <laughs> Any right. I'll, talk, I'll talk to anybody, really. Great. And uh, yep, don't forget to see Almost Christmas. Please do it. Yes, yeah, our next movie. Oh, yeah, that's right. Next movie is not that, though. Uh, the next movie that we're reviewing oh, yeah, right. <laughs> is Space Jam. Space Jam. Starring Michael Jordan and Bugs Bunny because it's the 20th year anniversary of that movie. Yeah. Space Jam. Go watch it. We'll see you next week. Peace. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>